You're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 104, with Dr. Phil Carson. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. Heidi ho men of abundance. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but I just felt like saying Heidi ho for whatever reason. Hey, listen, I am Wally Carmichael, your host of the Men of Abundance podcast. And if you're brand new to Men of Abundance, I truly appreciate you tuning in, giving us a try, taking a listen and seeing what we can do for you in your life today. Look, all we're trying to do here is enhance your mindset a little bit and get away from the scarcity mindset into the abundance mindset. And the way that we do that here at Men of Abundance, for the most part, is we have conversations with amazing people from all walks of life who are on the path to figuring this stuff out. And I say on the path because none of us really have it fully figured out. We're all on our own journeys. We're all living our own life of abundance in our own right and we're just here sharing some of that with you we share the kick in the gut moments we share the enough is enough moment where we make that pivot point we're sharing our lives with you and we're getting vulnerable with you so that you can see that while your situation may be unique to you it's not that different from anybody else who has lived through adversity in some way in their life whether it's divorce death sickness some sort of financial issues. I mean, you name it. We've had over 130 conversations with people here on Men of Abundance and the gamut is long. But it all comes down to making a decision to either let that keep you down and live in the scarcity mindset or take on the abundance mindset and start taking action to make changes and make a difference in your life. And then to really be abundant in your life is to pay it forward and help somebody else along the way who is in a similar situation where you were. Basically, turning your mess into a message. You don't have to go global with that. You just have to reach out to your next door neighbor, the kid down the street, somebody, one of your co-workers, your own kids, your own family members. Pay it forward, help them out, help them live a life of abundance. And listen, another really easy way for you to be abundant in your life today is to pay it forward and share Men of Abundance with everybody you come in contact with. You can share the podcast episode from whatever podcast player it is that you're using. There's usually a a share button, a share option in the podcast player. You can share the website, menofabundance.com, on any of your social media. Share it out on the Twitter. Share it on Facebook. Instagram, whatever it is that you're hanging out on, or just write it on a piece of paper and give it to somebody. It's really that simple. But the bottom line is this many men around the world are looking for this information and looking for this type of guidance. Do your part, be abundant in your life today, and pay it forward by sharing Men of Abundance with somebody. Now, normally I would post a new conversation on Men of Abundance on Thursday, and then on Friday we have our Pay It Forward Aloha Friday. But this week and for the next couple of weeks, you're going to be getting two shows, really three shows a week. You're going to get two interview episodes and you're going to get the Pay It Forward Aloha Friday. 
The reason for that is, quite frankly, I've got so many conversations in the queue. I am just sitting at the edge of my seat to share them with you. And so I'm doubling up for a couple weeks to try to get caught up because right now I have shows that are ready to and scheduled to post all the way out into March of 2018. Yes, March. It's crazy. So this week and today, starting today, you're going to listen to Dr. Phil Carson. And we're going to have an amazing conversation about natural solutions to improving your health. And this is coming from a pharmacist. And Dr. Phil and I are going to be talking about living until you die. Then on Thursday, I'm going to share a conversation with you that I had with Cole Hatter. Now this conversation is really going to blow your mind because technically Cole should have died twice in two tragic accidents where his best friends at two individual accidents died right next to him and he should have been included in that. We're going to talk about how he lived through that both physically and mentally and we talk about how he turned his mess into a very powerful message that you are not going to want to miss. So make sure you subscribe to Men of Abundance on your favorite podcast player. Speaking of subscribing, I've also got a Men of Abundance YouTube channel. Well, it's not quite called Men of Abundance yet. The title is Men of Abundance, but the URL is not Men of Abundance. I need your help with this. Number one, you're going to be able to see my messages that I broadcast from here in Hawaii, from one of the beaches that I just happen to be on, or if it's too windy from my back and I or wherever I happen to be. And you're going to be able to enjoy that scenery while listening to one of my messages of the week. While you're there, please do us a favor and subscribe to that channel so that I can secure the URL youtube.com forward slash men of abundance. I greatly appreciate it. And also that way more people, even more people around the world can find these conversations that we're having here on men of abundance. All right. So let me introduce you to our feature guest today. I don't know if you realize this or not, but too many Americans are living as prisoners in their own bodies, held captive by bad habits that have drained them from their own livelihood and sentenced them to a premature death. These harsh realities are what kept Dr. Phil Carson passionate about practicing pharmacy since 1985. After encountering many patients who were seeking answers when their own needs were not met by traditional medicine, Dr. Phil founded Carson Natural Health in 2005 with the mission of helping patients find the best natural solutions to their health problems. Dr. Phil is passionate about improving his patients' quality of life and encouraging everyone he comes in contact with to living healthier lives and transform their overall health into a blessing, not a burden. He shares many golden nuggets about how to thrive in health, along with breaking through tragedy and stepping into triumph in his book, How to Live Until You Die. Men of Abundance, it is my honor to introduce you to Dr. Phil Carson. Phil, welcome to the show, man. Oh, Wally, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate you having me on your show. It's an honor to be with you today. It truly is, and I really have to take just a second to give a shout-out to Interview Valet, uh, to Cara, to Karen, to Tom, and all the folks over at Interview Valet because, quite frankly, they really send me some super quality men and women to talk to and to share their stories here on Men of Abundance. So thank you, Interview Valet, and the whole team over there. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I agree. Uh, they're great people. They really are. So where are you at in the world today, Phil? I am uh, actually uh, in my office today at the Life Transformation Medical Center uh, in a little town called Amory, Mississippi, right outside of Tupelo, Mississippi. 
I drove through Mississippi one time on my way to Florida uh, and yeah. on the way back to uh, Texas. <laughs> but that's yeah. about, you know, that's about, well, no, you know what? I, I take that back. I actually was in, I was in Pascagoula, Mississippi many, oh, yeah. many years ago. I was stationed in Panama and they have this boat. It's called the LCU. It's, I think the, the, mo- the model was LCU 2000. It's one of these ones that the ramp comes down in the front and you can drive on like six Greyhound buses. Yeah. Well, it was the, it's a military transport between the islands out there, and um, the bow thruster was busted. So we they had to have, a, anytime they're at sea for more than eight hours, they have to have a medic on board, and I was a medic. So fortunately for me, I got to go on a five-day cruise on an Army vessel from Panama to Mississippi and sit in Mississippi for 30 days uh, while the, the boat was getting fixed, and we just had a good old time. I got to go see ZZ Top and down in Biloxi and... <laughs> Yeah, awesome. <laughs> it was a good time. It's an interesting place, very interesting yeah. place. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Ingle uh, Shipyard. They make a lot of the ships for the military mm-hmm. down there. Yeah, very cool. I never even knew the name of it, so thanks for sharing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was quite young at that time. I was in my early twenties, very early twenties. Yeah. Well, before we get too much into the show, there, Doctor Phil, I'd really like to start out with an attitude of gratitude. What do you have to be grateful for today? Oh, man, I'll tell you, I'm grateful for uh, my beautiful wife who uh, has stuck with me for 33 years now. We just celebrated our 33rd anniversary uh, last month, and uh, I'm grateful for her and uh, the five kids that uh, she has uh, uh, helped me uh, produce. And uh, now we have one uh, granddaughter from from one of those five kids, so I'm grateful for uh, her and our beautiful family. Well, congratulations. 30, 33 years, you say? Yep, 33 oh, years. Man, that's wonderful. That's absolutely wonderful. Congratulations on that and to your wife for putting up putting up with you for that long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I tell people I'm a blessed man. <laughs> you and me both, brother. You and me both, that's for sure. So I, I went over a little bit about what you do and who you and a little bit about who you are. But really here on Men of Abundance, we like to get a little bit deeper and get more personal and really like to get to know the man behind the abundance so if you could share a few things with us that are you know let's get a little bit personal oh yeah yeah well i've um uh, been a pharmacist since 1985 and um uh, i got out of pharmacy school went went right to work for a big chain operation and i thought man i've I've got it made now and uh, i'm done with school i've got a great job and uh, i found out what stress uh, was all about with this big chain operation. I tell people I thought pharmacy school was stressful, but uh, man, uh, when I got thrown into, after a year of being with this company, when I got thrown into a a position as a manager of the store, uh, I found out what stress was. Um, uh, Dealing dealing with um, a big company that required all kinds of reports day in and day out, uh, working long hours dealing with uh, uh, staff that was sometimes uh, hard to deal with, uh, it was uh, it was a major stress uh, headache in my life, and it created a lot of health issues for me. I, as a young guy, became uh, pretty sick uh, uh, with digestive major digestive issues, and I tell people, you know, back then I was sleeping in a recliner most nights because I couldn't lay down flat in the bed. Uh, it was uh, putting a lot of stress in uh, in my life all the way around. Uh, as a newlywed with my wife and uh, all the the stress of uh, <clears throat> dealing with everything as a uh, as a young guy running an operation like that it was uh, it was pretty tough 
And uh, one of the ways that uh, got me moving toward what I do now, uh, which is uh, more functional medicine and, and uh, natural medicine, uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, people look at me funny sometimes when I tell them what I do at being a pharmacist because they, they think, well, why are you doing that? You're, you're supposed to be dispensing drugs and medications and you're telling people not to take medications. You're telling people to take a supplement or herbal product instead, or you're telling people to do, uh, uh, talking to people about lifestyle change. Uh, they think, you know, I, they don't understand that. And uh, so, but one of the things that moved me in that direction was uh, my own health and the, uh, trying to find an answer for my health problems uh, that I wasn't finding with traditional medicine. The drugs I was taking, the uh, antacids I was uh, consuming uh, way too many of every day uh, was just giving me some temporary relief. So I had to find something that would help more than when the, the help I was getting from those. And so I started uh, looking at other areas, and I picked up a book one day on natural medicine that this doctor had written. I started reading, and, uh, and I found in this book the answer to my problem. Uh, and, of course, the stress was a large part of it, but the, the symptoms I was dealing with because of the stress, I found natural solutions for. And so I started uh, putting these uh, into action started taking the things uh, that uh, he was suggesting and I got real relief uh, it totally changed my life changed my world and, and I was uh, uh, able to uh, uh, not just get relief or temporary relief from my symptoms but I was able to what I call cure my problem um, and uh, it just you know made a, a, a tremendous difference fortunately I got out of that situation uh, that uh, after two years of being in that operation, uh, I was offered a job with a small independent, and that took care of a lot of the stress issues there because it was not a high-pressure uh, operation where I had to do you know all these kind of reports. And instead of managing about ten or twelve employees, I was managing two, and uh, so made a tremendous difference in uh, in the stress. But uh, because of what I learned. Uh, about myself and what I could do for myself naturally I, that uh, I wanted to learn more and I had patients that were asking me well what what can I take for this uh, situation I've got I don't want to take a medication or they would ask me about herbal products and I had no clue what they were talking about because I was taught the history of natural medicine and pharmacy school not the application of it so uh, I started taking courses. I started going across the country to all the different places where they were offering these weekend courses and certification programs, certification courses rather, and got certified in multiple natural uh, therapies. And uh, I started putting it all into practice and people started uh, you know, getting results and that excited me even more. And I'd have people come back and thank me for telling them about uh, a particular natural product or telling them about uh, a lifestyle change they can make that would help their situation and uh, I became known you know after a few years as the go-to person for natural products and natural information and natural therapies uh, in our area and it's just kind of grown from that uh, so uh, that's uh, that's where I am uh, today uh, practicing uh, functional medicine with a doctor friend of mine in, the, in a clinic that we opened up last year uh, called the Life Transformation Medical Center. 
Wow, that's a lot to take yeah. in right there. Now, the things that I take away from that and that I really want to point out that I want to make sure that our abundant leaders catch is one thing that, that you did there, and you were very fortunate to be able to do that, is to um, change your environment. Uh, because yeah. ultimately the catalyst really was the stress, it seems like. Uh, yeah. And uh, you were able to do that. And it's hard for some people to make that decision. Some people think the opportunity is not there, but I truly believe the opportunity is there if you really are willing to look for it and to receive that. Uh, and, and thank God for that for you and your health and your family. Uh, without oh, yeah. a doubt. But then the other thing was you, you found this book that started getting you on a different path as far as your health was concerned. Now, you know, I've had many conversations with doctors. Uh, I've been in the medical field for many, many years. And I've had conversations with doctors here on Men of Abundance. Yeah. And the one thing that my wife and I, my wife and I, we rarely, very rarely take uh, medications of any sort. Even if I have a headache, I'm going to, you know, drink more water. I'm going to meditate on it. You know, I'm going to breathe properly. I'm going to get out in the sun. There's just certain things that I do on a natural level before I will resort to taking any sort of painkiller or anything like that. Um, and that's just our choice. And, and it, because we see what medications do to people, like you said, they're more of a band-aid. They don't really fix the problem. And... I, you know, this conversation I try to have with so many people is I don't want to paint a picture. I never want to really paint a picture that the entire um, industry is just out to make money because a yeah. lot of what pharmaceuticals do, there are some amazing things that we have in our world today that do help a lot of people on so oh, many yeah. different levels for mental issues, physical issues, and everything in between. But what is your take on how why so many doctors uh, will prescribe medications and not end up doing what you do now in that you know kind of trying to educate and take other remedies what do you think that is oh yeah yeah well uh, one of the things uh, it is the way that they've been trained mm -hmm. uh, I mean it's the way I was trained uh, back in the late 70s early 80s going uh, through pharmacy school and it's the way most uh, doctors are, are training what they're taught uh, in school um, but uh, there's a doctor uh, that made uh, that I loved this quote from Dr. Royal Lee uh, and, and he says one of the biggest tragedies of human civilization is the precedence of chemical therapy over nutrition mm. it's a substitution of artificial therapy over nature of poisons over food in which we are feeding people poisons trying to correct the reactions of starvation uh, it, it, and a lot of times that's that, that's exactly the case we're suffering we're sick because we're we're deficient uh, we're starving for our bodies are starving for nutrients that it has to have for all kinds of different functions in our bodies and uh, a lot of times chemicals are being prescribed uh, to take care of a deficiency in the body and doctors are not trained to look deeper into these nutritional deficiencies and these problems that are caused by uh, mainly the, the, the diet that we have uh, in the United States today uh, what's called a lot of people call it sad the standard American diet uh, and it's so void of nutrition and so there's so people that are walking around that are deficient in all kinds of nutrients and one of the major 
things that people are deficient in uh, is water. Uh, a lot of people are walking around partially dehydrated because they don't drink enough water. And uh, these are things that are not typically addressed by the medical profession and looked at uh, because we've been trained, hey, look for the symptoms, treat the symptoms with a medication. Mm. And, uh, and, and you're absolutely right. There's a, a place for medications, and, me and a lot of medications have saved a lot of lives. Uh, but over the recent years, um, there has been uh, too much abuse with medications and overuse of medications. Uh, you know, I, I did, um, as a pharmacist, I've worked in all kinds of roles as a pharmacist. I've, I've practiced in many different areas of pharmacy. And one area that I practiced in for uh, a few years was consulting, nursing home consulting. I would go in these nursing homes and review the medication charts, make recommendations, uh, you know, therapy recommendations, that kind of stuff. And I would see patients in there, you know, on sometimes 15, 20 different meds uh, because they were being prescribed one med and then they would be prescribed another med for the side effects of that med. And, and a lot of the medications they were being prescribed for exactly what I'm talking about here, they were nutritionally deficient and uh, they needed nutrients in a lot of cases, not a drug to relieve the symptoms caused by that deficiency. So it's a it's it's a problem, and uh, it's something that uh, it really needs to be addressed, and it really needs to be looked at more closely by everybody in the medical profession. It really does. I 100% agree, without a doubt. We have I've I've had so many conversations with people who had medication on top of medication just like you just said one to fix this one to fix that but if you take this one you can't take that one and then this one causes this problem but fixes this problem but causes this problem so you got to take this other one it's a vicious circle and i've had people that i've had conversations with just 100 percent just get fed up and said you know what i'm yeah. not taking another medication doctors would get pissed off at them you know because that's their training and i get that and they would yeah. go on and they would find some sort of natural remedy. I've done this myself. I was supposed to be put on, I had low testosterone. So they gave me this testosterone patch. I look at the patch and it says, well, before you take, before you apply this, uh, you have to have a prostate ex exam for, and you have to be tested for cancer. That was never done. And this other yeah. stuff. And then I looked at all these other side effects, possible side effects. And, and, um, I just looked at it and I said, you know what, I'm going to do some other research, I'm going to find something else. I ended up taking a supplement, a natural supplement, and it corrected my uh, low testosterone. And mm -hmm. then I go back and they're like, well, you know, you can stop taking the testosterone patches. And I was like, I never did. The box is still <laughs> never even opened. I have it at home. And they're like, what? I did the same thing with my cholesterol. I had, my cholesterol was out of control. They wanted to put me on Lipitor. And when I went back, because I worked for a doctor and he said, how, where did how how did you do this? How did how did you go from in in uh what was it twenty eight days, change from where you were at to where you are now to where you're literally absolutely perfect on the charts? I said I just changed my meal plan. I just you know made yeah. some corrections, some life changes. I increased my um, my physical activity and I started eating properly. I started eating different taking different supplements and whatnot natural stuff and yeah. they're like wow this is this is truly amazing and sometimes when you t when you say what you did you say well that's not it 
I'm like, well, how is that not it? <laughs> if, yeah. You know, <laughs> this is the only thing I changed in my life, and it went from this to this. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm a huge advocate of, of trying, at least trying natural remedies long before taking the route of taking a medication. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen... Uh, I've seen some of the same things uh, uh, with patients. It's amazing, um, you know. And I, I tell uh, people all the time, one well, of the number one uh, things you can do uh, to improve your cholesterol levels is to drink more water. Because mm-hmm. uh, I had a patient one time that um, high, extremely high cholesterol, tri- high triglycerides. Uh, their primary drink was Mountain Dew. Mm. Uh, I said, stop drinking the Mountain Dew, start drinking more water. Uh, and, you know, uh, it, that, that, that did it. That's all he had to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't, didn't need a statin drug, uh, just needed to drink more water. And uh, so, yeah, uh, it, it does make a difference. Uh, and that's what I try to teach people. And that's my mission is, uh, is to try to teach people about those lifestyle changes. Sometimes it's just something simple like that, a simple lifestyle change. Uh, can make all the difference in the world uh, in our uh, in our health and in those numbers that are uh, talked about and preached about and watched uh, so closely uh, sometimes by the medical profession. Right. Yes. Water is quite frankly the miracle drug. Part of my um, morning routine, the very first thing I do before I do anything else is I get a tall glass of water with like half of a lemon that I squeeze in there and some. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Pink, the Himalayan pink salt. Himalayan to, salt. Yeah, Himalayan yep. salt. Yep. And I just drink that down. That's the very first thing I do every single Because I've been sleeping for seven to eight hours and completely dehydrated yeah. when I wake up in the morning. I know so many people that the first thing they do, and I did this for many years, uh, is grab a cup of coffee. And or if I was going to go work out, I generally wouldn't drink coffee. That's my thing. I just couldn't drink coffee before a workout. But in another case, they would just go straight out to the workout and without yep. having any hydration whatsoever and I wonder why they get cramps why they get a muscle injury so on and so mm-hmm. forth and I did the same thing with another friend of mine who she contacted me and said I want to lose weight and I said okay what's your meal plan look like I need you to be straight honest with me and she was drinking two to three liters of soda a day a day yeah. and I've seen wow. guys with two I, I was in a class one time you bring up Mountain Dew I was in a class one time where a guy brought two one liter bottles of Mountain Dew sat them on the desk and those were gone like by noon wow and he needed that to stay awake I'm like dude hydrate that's why most people are falling asleep at the end of the day because they're dehydrated sitting at the desk you know yep. and, uh, and so anyhow this this lady that I, I went to school with she I said just do what you can to completely cut out the soda I know it's going to be hard but for one week cut out the soda and just drink water she lost almost 10 pounds. Wow. And she felt amazing. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's just, it really is. Water is just so important. So, you know, it along, you, you, you brought up your personal story and stuff like that, but did anything else, was there anything else that was kind of a catalyst, like a kick-in-the-gut moment with somebody else that you knew or one of your patients that uh, you'd be able to share with us? And um, because I, I, I just know, and being a pharmacist and doing everything that you're doing this is the mm-hmm. first time I've actually like I said I've had conversations with doctors but I've never had a conversation with an actual pharmacist on this subject so I'm just I've got so many questions we can be here for way more yeah. time than what we actually have on my per- yeah. just to you know validate my own thought process 
personally and to share that with our abundant leaders out there, men of abundance. But I'd love for you to share with us a kick in the gut moment that really kind of either personal or on a professional level. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've got a lot of those kick in the gut moments, Wally. <laughs> a whole lot of them. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I've had um, uh, on a personal level, um, uh, I'll share this, uh, this one with you that, uh, you know, uh, I started uh, Carson Natural Health uh, back in 2005. 2006, I opened up Carson Natural Health and Wellness Center, brick and mortar operation that was to be. A, um, uh, a natural health food store and a natural pharmacy uh, and a, uh, a place where I could do coaching and consulting uh, with people on, on a natural level, uh, people that were seeking those kind of things out uh, because I had a, uh, a pharmacy that I had opened up in 1999 and then we had kind of outgrown it. We were kind of more of an integrated pharmacy where we did both, uh, but Carson Natural uh, Health Center was to be just for natural. And we had a health food store in the front of it, and uh, uh, consulting rooms in the back, and uh, we did. We were doing a lot of good things there, and uh, you know, I had both operations going, trying to run both operations, trying to do as much as I possibly could myself, uh, and I sank everything I had into these operations, and uh, you know what happened with the economy in 2008, 2009? Mm-hmm. The economy, you know, went down. Um, everything turned upside down, uh, and I became uh, a casualty of that downturn in the economy. I ended up uh, losing both operations, lost everything I had uh, except for my house. Uh, fortunately, I was able to hang on to it, and um, but uh, that was a kick in the gut. That was something I never, ever expected to happen to me. Uh, I had seen it happen to other people uh, where they would, you know, you know, lose, uh, lose everything, but I never thought it would happen to me. I had been successful, uh, in growing two operations and they were, uh, they were doing pretty well. Uh, but I was, uh, heavily, uh, in debt and trying to do too much myself and, uh, didn't hire the correct people I should have hired to help me with certain things. And, um, I, I lost it all. And, um, <clears throat> that, uh, uh, it, it was tough, tough, tough situation. And two, I tell people all the time. In in 2009, December 31st, 2009, I locked the door on that uh, second operation that I had uh, started. I locked the door on my dream uh, because it was my dream to have that kind of operation uh, and and to help as many people as I could with natural products and natural therapies. And uh, I had to lock the door and walk away from it. And uh, it was tough, extremely tough. Yeah, I can hear it in your voice for sure. I mean, that's almost that's almost like, you know, putting your one of your kids down. Yeah, I mean, to yeah. you know, just shutting the doors like that on your dream. And you know, you had two babies there that you nurtured yeah. and built and grew, and and then all of yeah. a sudden it's all basically taken out from you without any control of your own. And I can I can really feel that. So, what was the pivot point? Where were at what point were you able to turn all of that around? Well, uh, fortunately, uh, I had a friend of mine that I had helped out a couple of years earlier when he was needing some work, and uh, I had uh, you know uh, let him do some relief work for me, pharmacist friend of mine, and uh, he had gone on and gotten a really good job in in a neighboring town, 
and uh, he called me one day and he said, hey, we're expanding this operation I'm working for. We're growing. I need some more help. Can you come go to work for us? I said, sure. I, I, I don't have anything else to do right now. And um, so went to work for them, and um, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was a, it was a godsend. It was a blessing because it was a salary. Uh, it was, uh, you know, uh, money coming in to help take care of my family. I had two kids in college at the time, and uh, you know, three uh, had uh, got a total of five kids, and um, it was a, uh, it was a struggle. Uh, you know, to do everything we could to make ends meet and try to stay afloat, and uh, but um, the, this job was a blessing and a godsend. And so I worked as many hours as I could. I worked extra hours trying to make extra money, working overtime and working in different parts of the operation. Uh, wherever they needed me, I would go, and um, <clears throat> so that uh, that helped a lot. But in 2012. Uh, a friend of mine that I knew had a, a big diabetes care operation where he serviced diabetic patients all over the country with diabetes supplies came to me and he said, Hey, I need, I need some help. I need to, I want to, uh, ask you about helping me open up a pharmacy. I want you to partner with me and open up a pharmacy with me because my, uh, the insurance model is changing and these insurance companies are demanding that, uh, uh, my patients get their supplies from a pharmacy now instead of from us. He said, uh, "I'm losing them left and right. Can you help me?" And I said, "Well, I, I don't, I don't have any money to invest." I told him, I told him my story. To him, I lost everything, and uh, and uh, he said, "Well, just you know, think about it. We'll, we'll work something out." So my wife and I talked about it. We prayed about it. We sat down with him. And he said, "Look, I'll put up the money. Uh, you know, you." You know, you've got your expertise, your license. I had a little bit of equipment uh, I could use as well. So I, uh, I, we decided to do it. We said, what have we got to lose? <clears throat> and um, so I worked um, six months in this operation uh, moonlighting. I kept my other job. I would work in weekends, on the weekends, and work at nights for no pay. Uh, for six months, I took no pay trying to get this business going and get it up and, and running and, and it's part of my investment in, in the company um, after six months it was doing well enough for me to start uh, you know drawing a small salary out of it so I had that extra money coming in which helped tremendously uh, one year to the date after we opened that operation up I had to quit the job and go to work full-time in our in our new operation um, last year I sold my shares in the company to go back and pursue my dream of natural pharmacy mm. and uh, and natural therapies and um, <clears throat> and being a natural practitioner and um, uh, because of that and because of the, well at, when I sold we had grown from one operation to five and. Um, uh, the partner, my partner wanted to keep growing, wanted to keep opening up more stores and doing this. And I said, that's not the direction I want to go in. And I really would love to go back and pursue my dream. And so uh, uh, that's what happened. Last year, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Dr. Friend and I opened up the Life Transformation Medical Center. And uh, I'm back doing what uh, my passion is, what I love to do, and helping people uh find natural solutions to their health problems, help people find the underlying cause of their health problems like I did several years ago and uh, and not just put a band-aid on it and not just give them something to relieve symptoms but uh, 
help them find out what that root cause is and and change their life dr phil i i really have a huge smile on my face right now and i'm just almost to tears seriously because um wow that's an amazing story and it's just amazing that you went through all of that and you did everything you had to do to to make ends meet and then to have the opportunities and the connections and to make that decision but i think one of the best decisions that you made in that whole process when it all came down to it was to that company wanted to grow and i just i'm envisioning you going back to where you originally started working with that corporation and having so much stress yeah and i think you saw the writing on the wall and it it was like not only was it time to go because of that but also you were back in a position to where you were financially and just ready the economy was right and everything was in the right seemed to be the right time not that it's ever going to be the exactly the right time this is what holds so many people back but you went and pursued your dreams so one you you deferred the stress of growing bigger with another corporation another company and then on the other side taking that very still very stressful decision to leave that and leave your job first you left your job a paycheck Mm -hmm to pursue the business then you left the business to pursue your own dream so much going on there and so many emotions i can just imagine oh yeah 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 it was and um you know the uh uh, the struggle of all that of losing everything and going through those that process and through those steps uh, i have to tell you uh wally uh one of the the things that carried me through all that was my faith Mm. Uh, uh, my faith in god um and my wife faith and her faith in me uh, as well um, and you know when things like that happen it, a lot of times it tears a marriage apart it tears a family apart mm-hmm. when people go through financial struggles like that and uh, but we grew stronger we bonded together uh, because we you know we held on to each other we held on to our faith uh, and um, and we kept uh, we kept believing and uh in, in my book that I recently wrote, and, and that's another thing, last year I had the wonderful blessing and opportunity uh, to work on a book and write a book last year uh, that you mentioned uh, earlier. And I tell part of my story is in that book um, and, and, and about the struggle in, in, our, uh, in our faith of, of getting through that struggle of, uh, of losing it all and trying to put the pieces back together. Uh, but... Um, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, I tell people <clears throat> quite often is that I believe the reason uh, why I am where I am today, uh, enjoying the blessings uh, of being financially independent, financially, uh, you know, totally debt free, uh, and and enjoying uh, pursuing my passion and my dream again, uh, is because of that faith and because we didn't give up. And um, we didn't lay down and quit, even though <laughs> many times I felt like doing that and I wanted to. Uh, and we didn't keep, we didn't quit living. We didn't quit living our lives and doing the things that um, we had always done. Uh, and one of those things was uh, giving, and being a giver, and helping people, and giving uh, in every way we could. And um, I get emotional thinking about it, but um, <laughs> it's uh, it's something that I believe um, because we kept that attitude and um, 
uh, we kept giving that um, we got blessed and uh, so many things uh, that we were we were planting seeds for a harvest uh, is a way to look at it and that harvest came and uh, we're enjoying uh, the harvest uh, today uh, from the seeds we planted wonderful absolutely wonderful man thanks for sharing that that's Man, you can see right here, this is exactly what I'm talking about in living a life of abundance. When you're down in those peaks and valleys, always keeping that abundant mentality above all, and it works out. It really does work oh, out, yeah. and I, I absolutely love it. I want you to real quickly, because we got to get into the, the, I want to get into the pay it forward um, part of this uh, this show, but yeah. real quickly, talk to us a little bit about the motivation of how to live until you die oh yeah <clears throat> yeah well uh, that that's something that um, I, I see so many people that uh, I describe it this way there's so many people uh, that are uh, living uh, to die but I have the mentality uh, that we should be dying to live Mm-hmm. And what I mean by what I mean by that is some people just say, "Hey, we're all going to die." I mean that you know we've got that time that's uh, coming. We're all dying now, um, but uh, and some people are just they're just out there just living to die. I mean they're doing whatever and they're living any certain, any way they want to, not caring about their health, not caring about what's going on. Uh, they're just uh, uh, you know living. Uh, but uh, I am of the opinion that we need to be dying to live. And when I say that, I mean we need to die to the things in our lives uh, that are keeping us from living while we're dying. Mm-hmm. And I want to live while I'm dying. I want to really live. I want to really enjoy life. I want to be able to do the things uh, that I want to do physically. Uh, so if I want to do that, then I've got uh, to die to some selfish desire sometimes, or I've got to die to... Uh, the desire to sit on the couch and watch TV. Uh, I've got to uh, uh, die to that desire to eat whatever I want to eat uh, and, uh, and and make the choice to eat healthier. I've got to make that choice to get up off the couch and exercise uh, if I really want to live while I'm dying. And uh, so that's, uh, that's what I mean by that. And so many people, uh, you know, just have that mentality well it's I'm gonna die anyway so what does it matter uh, and but what I teach and what I preach to people is it does matter your life matters it matters to you it matters to somebody else how you live and what you're doing with your life and there's people that are depending on you and I try to inspire people and motivate people hey if you won't do it for, for yourself do it for the people who love you and care about you uh, but we need to change our mindset we need to change our mentality about uh, uh, the things that we need to be doing to take care of our bodies, take care of our minds, our souls, uh, our spiritual life as well, uh, so that we can live a full life while we're living. And uh, so many people are not living that full life and uh, not enjoying life to the fullest. And that's what I'm all about and what I want people to, to see and uh, and be inspired to do. I love it. Absolutely love it. And it is, it's just so sad to see people live that way, especially those who you know want to live, want to truly live, but they're always waiting for, well, as soon as I make this income or as soon as I finish this college course or as soon as I do this or as soon as I do that, well, you got to do it today. today. That's right. 
today because I had a conversation. This is kind of an odd conversation, really, but I had a conversation with a guy who is on his deathbed, and he's rather young, and he knows, you know, he's terminal. And I thought to myself, and I even said it verbally out loud to him, I said, you know, because he was asking, you know, things that he should do in life and stuff like this. I said, you know, you you kind of have a blessing, if you will, um, in that we're all going to die, but most people don't know when. It could be you step out out of your front door and get, you know, who knows, some something falls out of an airplane for goodness sake and it lands right at your front door or you you know i I talked to a guy recently who a a truck while he was sleeping a truck came through his living room and and killed his wife and he ended up in the kitchen you know woke up in the kitchen type of thing you just never know and this gentleman that i was talking to he you know knows he's only got a matter of months and i was like well you know you're living he and he is he's living his life every day I mean, he's doing things he would have never, he would have put off for years that because yeah. now he knows his, and he's not doing it selfishly. He's doing things with his family and he's given that time and he's given them that experience because all he can do right now is give them experiences to remember him by. Right. Yeah. And so many people are just waiting for what, for what, you know, to live, to collect those experiences, not just for yourself, but to carry on with other people. And that's how I yeah. believe we should um, build a legacy. So many people want to build a legacy in, you know, a business or income or something like that. Build a legacy of experiences that really don't yeah. cost a whole lot of money. It's more time than anything. That's that's right. That's right. And I, you know, I tell people all the time, <clears throat> while we don't know, and I talk about this in my book as well, we, we don't know what our days are. We don't know how many days we, we've got. Uh, but what I want uh, to do with whatever the days that I have I want them to be quality days. It's more about the quality of life to me than it is the quantity of life. Mm-hmm. I may get I may get a hundred days on this. Uh, I mean a hundred years on this earth, uh, and if I do, I want them to be quality years. Uh, I don't I don't want to uh, spend uh, the last years of my life sick and not knowing who I am or where I am. Uh, I want them to be quality years, quality life uh, all the way through. Mm, absolutely, I and, love it. And for that to happen, for that to happen, I tell people. You know, you you've got to do something about it now. Uh, you know, you, you've got to be proactive. You got to take care of yourself now if you want to have uh, those quality days when you get to be 80 years old or 90 years old or whatever it may be. Excellent. Well, let's get into that. Let's talk about how to do that, and we're going to do that in the pay it forward round. You ready to do that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Hey guys, I get it. Eating healthy can be difficult at times, and it can be a little bit expensive. But just like anything else, you have to put it into perspective. What is the cost of your health? What is the cost of the health of your family? You're going to pay it up front and now, or you're going to pay for it later on in life. It's just a fact. I can go through story after story. And many of you know the way that I pay it up front is for the last seven years I've been drinking this shake called Shakeology. It's a dense nutrition shake. I know you hear me talking about it. Yes, it is associated with Team Beachbody. You know those videos that you see on TV, Insanity, P90X, all that kind of all that crazy stuff. Shakeology is made by the same trusted company. Everybody knows and trusts Beachbody. And here's the thing: when I was first introduced to this shake, I call it divine intervention because just that week I had found out that my cholesterol was way out of control. I had to do something about it. 
And there's two reasons why I decided to start drinking Shakeology. One, because on the bag it said improves cholesterol. Bam, it was right there in my face, divine intervention. The second reason was I was told that I could get my full money back. I could consume the entire bag and I could send the empty bag back and get my money back, no questions asked. I fully intended on doing that. But after 28 days of drinking this shake and then going and having my lipids done, my boss, who happened to be a doctor, thought that I was on Lipitor or something to improve my cholesterol. And I wasn't. It was the shake. That's the only thing that I changed in my life other than starting to do insanity, which was a little bit insane. But as far as my food consumption, the only thing I changed was drinking this dense nutrition shake. And the benefits of Shakeology does not stop there. It helps me control my weight loss because I just cannot be as physical as I really enjoy being. I can't run as much as I used to. I have arthritis in my hands. I can only speak for myself that when I'm drinking Shakeology, it controls my esophageal reflux, helps me control my weight, it helps control the chronic joint pain that I have, and so much more. This stuff is also excellent for diabetics because one serving is lower on the glycemic index than one apple and it helps you control your glycemic index so i could not take it upon myself to send the empty bag back and get my money back here i am almost seven years later and my entire family is still drinking shakeology i encourage you to at least take a look at it give it a try if you truly have no benefits from it get your money back you can get more about shakeology at menofabundance.com forward slash shake s-h-a-k-e and while you're there, you're going to want to check out the really cute video of me and my son one morning when he was two. He's eight now and still drinks Shakeology. And he was sick that morning and he wanted something nutrition in his body. And as a side note, just the other day we was at a restaurant and when the waiter asked him if he wanted french fries or broccoli for his meal at the restaurant, he chose broccoli. And I can't prove it, but I have to say it's because of the dense nutrition that he's used to. All right, let's get back to the conversation. Outstanding. So give our abundant leaders one to three actionable steps that they can take today. All right. All right. Well, um, <clears throat> I talk a lot about uh, these uh, these steps uh, in my book. And, uh, you know, one, uh, the main thing that when people come in and say to me, we start, we start with nutrition. Uh, it's what you're eating, what you're putting in your, in your bodies. Uh, you need to be more conscious of that uh, and eat foods that are healthier uh, take the time. Uh, that's what we so often don't do. We're so busy in life, we just don't take the time. Uh, but we need to slow down a little bit, take the time to make the right choices uh, when it comes to what you're putting in your body food-wise, nutrition-wise, uh, because it does make a difference, tremendous difference. And another uh, tip, and we've talked about this a little bit already, and that's water. you got to drink more water. you got to properly hydrate your body. And uh, when you were talking about what you do in the morning, that made me wonder, have you been listening to me already or have you been reading my stuff or, <laughs> or what, been hearing some of my teaching somewhere because I do exactly the same thing. Uh, but we, we, need, uh, we need more water. Uh, and uh, and the, uh, another, of course, uh, we've mentioned a little bit uh, as well uh, is exercise. Uh, we need to be more physically fit. We need to be more physically active. Uh, uh, people are not moving enough and I talk about this in my book if if you can find something doesn't you don't have to work out with weights you don't have to run five miles a day uh, if you find something that you can do that you enjoy just do it consistently 
uh, if it's walking or if it's riding a bike or whatever, you need to be moving. It needs to be motion and it needs to be consistent. And that's the thing. A lot of people will get started with some kind of crazy program and it might last a couple of weeks and they quit. But find something you can do and do it consistently. Uh, and that over a period of time can make a tremendous uh, difference. And uh, people uh, think, well, if I just get out and walk, it's not going to make that much difference. Well, it can and it will uh, if you're consistent at it. Excellent. And before I ask the next question for the pay it forward round, I have a little question I have for you because I've been drinking the water the way I mentioned earlier with yeah. Himalayan pink salt and about half a lemon, the juice, fresh lemon juice in there. And I picked that up because people in my circle have been doing that and I learned it probably from the Miracle Morning or who knows. Something that I, you know, some yeah. folks that I listen to, they were doing that and I've been doing that for months. From your standpoint, yeah. from a pharmacist standpoint, what are the benefits specifically with doing that, other than just the water? Okay. Well, uh, the, the lemon juice uh, can help in detoxifying the body and cleansing. Uh, it, uh, it does a great job of, of that. So that's one of the ben- uh, the primary benefit of adding that uh, of that lemon. Uh, and also, um, I recommend it for people who tend to have a problem with kidney stones. Uh, because the lemon water, the lemon juice, uh, can help in preventing kidney stones. Uh, there's a urologist who uh, wrote a book several years ago uh, uh, on natural products, and he talked about that in his book, and he uh, recommended that people do that on a regular basis. So it, it can have multiple uh, benefits. But uh, And then the Himalayan salt uh, is giving you back the minerals, the electrolytes that your body needs. The sodium, the potassium, the chloride, the calcium, the magnesium, all of these are what's known as electrolytes or minerals that uh, are needed for multiple functions in our bodies, but especially for muscle function and to keep our muscles working properly and contracting properly. Uh, And that's why people get uh, muscle cramps a lot of times because they're deficient in one of those uh, minerals or several of those, any number of the they can be deficient in at one time, but generally it's one or two that they're deficient in that's causing those muscle cramps. Excellent. I appreciate you for breaking that down for us on the, on the, on the fly. So other than the water and some of the stuff you already mentioned, what other daily habits make up the biggest impact in your life? Um, well, one of those is, uh, uh, is sleep. Uh, has in recent years has made a tremendous uh, impact in, in my life. The sleep and the routine and the morning routine. Um, now, you know, I've always had an aversion to sleep. I've always told my wife that I wish I didn't have to sleep. I got too many things I want to do. <laughs> and uh, I'm laughing because I'm the same way. <laughs> and uh, too much I want to do. I wish I didn't have to go to sleep. And I've had for years forced myself to go to sleep. Uh, but I'm a lot better at it. It's not that I couldn't sleep. I just didn't want to. And um, so... Uh, I'm much better in trying to get into bed earlier, trying to get up earlier and have that morning routine. Uh, and, you know, I know there's a lot of entrepreneurs uh, maybe listening to this uh, to this show. And as an entrepreneur myself, I've, I've, for many, many years, I pushed myself extremely hard and, uh, uh, and didn't get the sleep that I needed. And I would stay up too late, get up, er- get up uh, late in the morning, rushing around, trying to get ready and get off to the office. Uh, grab a quick bite of uh, something or grab a protein bar on the way out the door, eat it on the way to work, 
go flying into the uh, into the office uh, already stressed uh, before the before the doors ever opened before the first customer ever came in I was already stressed and uh, so I've changed that in recent years and so I get up a little bit earlier and I have a morning routine where I work out in the morning I have a quiet time uh, and meditation time uh, you know uh, prayer and reading uh, a lot of mornings and it's in, and I ease into the day I don't rush into it I ease into it and man it makes a difference while in the stress factor uh, so uh, for guys out there that are doing like I used to do uh, check up check check yourself up and and uh, you know change those uh, those habits what I call bad habits uh, and um, uh, start easing into the day instead of rushing into the day your life will be better you'll be more productive during the day uh, as well you'll have a whole lot less stress uh, and you'll uh, you'll enjoy living a whole lot more <laughs> exactly I can attest to that because I start my day out, generally I get right into a workout, I drink my water, get right into a workout, generally I follow a routine on my workout, then after my workout I'm sitting out on the back of an eye, I've already got my coffee brewed up, I'm sitting back there, it's still dark out, uh, and I'm just sitting there cooling down, listening to the birds yeah. waking up, and, oh, and yeah. drinking my coffee, and then as it starts to get light, then I might get up and go start getting stuff ready for the kids to get ready uh, and get out of the house, and me to get ready and I'm just taking my time you know and and then I'm fortunate enough to where I get to jump on my bike and ride down to the Pearl Harbor and uh, kayak across Pearl Harbor part of the way to into the office and and then uh, you know I'm just taking my time and and it, uh, when I'm rushed in the morning it, every, the rest of the day is really kind of stressful but when I start out like that it's it's like how can anything you know stuff's going to go wrong but it's all about my attitude and how I react to it so that's wonderful. that's right exactly right exactly right and yeah when you ease into the day like 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 what we're talking about uh it, it helps your attitude as well mm -hmm. wonderful so what are you reading or listening to right now that you'd recommend to our abundant leaders and why um well um right now uh, uh we have been going through um uh, our uh, book uh and our uh, mastermind and um I've got uh, also um, a friend of mine's uh, book uh, that I've uh, just uh, recently started reading, Aaron Walker's View, View from the Top. Oh, yeah. wonderful! Yeah. I love Aaron. Wonderful, wonderful man, and that is a great book. Yeah, yeah. And um, <clears throat> so um, uh, that's, uh, that's things I'm, I'm working on. Um, we just got a new book uh, for our mastermind, and... Um, um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, just got it in uh, the other day. Uh, it's a book on uh, on giving, and um, uh, right now the title's not coming to mind. Um, I can't think of it, but um, uh, it's one that uh, uh, we're uh, about to start on. Um, and uh, I wish I could think of the title of it. Uh, I can see the cover of it right now. Uh, it's a black cover book, uh, and uh, kind of a, a different looking but it's on uh, uh it's on giving and uh, and the importance of giving in our lives well that's right no worries so just share that with me later and i'll make sure we link that up in the show notes along with aaron's book view from the top and definitely along with your book i will have all of that listed at menofabundance.com in this episode in the show notes 
Oh, yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Uh, no worries. Too easy, and we'll have links to all that. So if you have any specific links as well to your book that you'd rather uh, share, make sure I get that, so we'll link that up in there. All right. Good all deal. All right, so I got one last question for you, and I think we pretty much summed this up, but I want to hear it, get it all into one concise little area here on the show, and that is what does living a life of abundance mean to you? Uh, living a life of, a, uh, of abundance uh, means to me uh, is... Uh, sharing with my family, enjoying my family, doing uh, 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 everything I can uh, with them to spend time with them, make memories, uh, and um, just uh, giving uh, of myself uh, to them and giving of myself uh, to, to others. Uh, that's, uh, uh, that, that's abundance. I have a uh, I have a saying, uh, Wally, that I share uh, with people sometimes. Uh, it's one of uh, a quote that I uh, came up with several years ago, based upon you know one of my philosophies in, uh, on life and uh, and and giving of myself to others. And because so many people have blessed me in my life and given to me, uh, but uh, the the saying goes like this: I say the the greatest rewards in life come not from you being lifted up by others but rather from the lifting up of others by you Wonderful. so i love lifting other people up i love helping other people uh you know take their lives to another level and uh and so that's uh that that's abundance to me mm, i love it man this has been a wonderful wonderful conversation it's gone longer than most and i truly appreciate every minute of it i really do uh, we're going to close this up, and before we do, please leave us with a parting piece of guidance. I don't know if you have anything else left. I'm sure you do, but because um, you've already shared so much, so many just wonderful nuggets with us. Uh, but leave us with a parting piece of guidance in any other way that we can reach you or even get a hold of your book. All right, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'll leave you with a, uh, an Irish uh, proverb since I'm uh, Scott-Irish uh, uh, by descent. Uh, I'll leave you with this Irish proverb that it's in uh, that's in my book on uh, in the sleep chapter. It says, "A good laugh and a long sleep are the best cures in the doctor's book." So uh, we need to laugh more. Uh, we need to sleep more. Uh, we need to enjoy life more. Uh, and uh, people can reach me uh, at uh, CarsonNatural.com. That's my website. Uh, they can go there and uh, you know. Uh, check it out i've also got some free guides there i've got a free guide there on stress if they go there they can uh, uh, put their information in and get a free guide on managing stress in their life so uh, uh, appreciate uh, anybody check it out carsonnatural.com absolutely we'll definitely have that linked up in the show notes so i know many of you guys are driving or working out or doing something other you can't stop and write that down don't worry about it we've got it in the show notes at menofabundance.com all right Dr. Phil, listen, I truly have enjoyed this conversation. I look forward to talking with you much more because you and I, it's, it's like I'm talking to myself. A lot of the stuff you say is exactly <laughs> what I tell all of our abundant leaders here, and I tell myself just about every single day. Yeah, yeah well, I appreciate it, Wally. It's been a joy uh, and, a, and an honor to be with you today. Awesome. Aloha. Aloha. All right, guys, you know, my takeaway on this is quite simple. And we talked about it in the conversation, but you have to take care of yourself. I say it all the time. I generally eat 70 to 80% healthy and the rest, whatever I want in moderation. In moderation is the key right there. And the other part of that conversation in reference to his book is living until you die is start living today. 
it really does not cost as much money as one would think and it doesn't take up as much time. The time is precious. The time is extremely important. And yes, taking time away from the job can reduce your income. But what are you gaining when you go out and you spend a little bit more time with family? You're gaining so much more. You're gaining those experiences. And whether you're spending it with family or you're just going out on your own and enjoying life, taking a trip you've always dreamed of, doing something on your bucket list, those things are extremely fulfilling. You couple that with helping other people along the way and bringing them with you, it's just the most amazing feeling that I just can't explain. I love sharing this information with you. I love having these conversations and it makes me feel good to be able to do that. If you're not already doing that, give it a try. Take baby steps, get started, and make it something new. Make it something you've never done before. Chances are you're going to find something that you didn't even know you was passionate about. And you're going to help a lot of people along the way. Now go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.